welcome, beautiful, to the Creating Change podcast with Emma Bradford. Creating change to fall back in love with ourselves and life. Each episode, I'll be offering insightful stories, concepts, and practical takeaways to inspire your day, reconnecting to the authentic essence within. Are you ready, lovely, to embrace yourself even more and awaken to the magic life has to offer? Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Creating Change with Emma Bradford. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for tuning into this episode and joining me today. Now today I thought I would share a little bit more about NLP. Those of you who have been following my work for a long time will know that this is my background and as an NLP trainer I have seen a lot, heard a lot and experienced quite a few things in the last 10 years in this field and of course there's plenty more to learn, plenty more to discover. I don't know at all. There's plenty more. It's an ongoing journey. Though from my experience, I just wanted to share some common misconceptions about NLP and also share about what it really is, because sometimes there's a misunderstanding there and sometimes things can be labeled a certain way and seen a certain way and talked about a certain way. And people just go with that generalization, which sometimes can be very inaccurate. So I wanted to clear up a few things and really talk about what the very essence of NLP is and talk about three common misconceptions of what people think NLP is and what it really is underneath that. So those of you who don't know, I'll just give a very brief description of what NLP is. So NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, that's what NLP stands for, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And it's all to do with the unconscious filters that we have within the mind, the beliefs, the values, the metaprograms, all of that within the mind and the linguistics. So how we talk to ourselves, how we talk to others, the communication is very important. And then programming stands for all of the tools and techniques that we have in NLP. There are many different tools and techniques that can help us reprogram the unconscious mind. Some people say that NLP is an art and a science. Some people say that it's the codification of why we do what we do and how we do what we do. And some people say that NLP is manipulative. And this is something I want to really get, dive into today because this is a very common misconception that NLP is manipulative and it has been used in that way, though it's not NLP itself that makes it so. So NLP is very broad. There are many different ways of how it's been used. This is something that was started in the 70s by Richard Bandler, John Grinder, so a mathematician, programmer, and a linguist. And they observed the top people in the fields of therapy, hypnosis, all of that at the time. And they were really curious about why certain therapists got really good results and why others didn't. And what was the difference that made the difference? 
So they got really curious about this. And this is the very essence of NLP. The essence of NLP is that curious mindset that this is where it's been born from. And they made a note of everything and put together this manual of what is called NLP. And that's what you learn on the practitioner manual. And then there's other levels that you can go on further from that. Though the very core level of that, the basics from the practitioner level is understanding how we communicate, how we can create crystal clear communication and how we can start interrupting patterns and thoughts of behavior that perhaps are unhelpful and start creating a new story for ourselves. So I like to see NLP somewhere in the middle of coaching and hypnosis. So we do study hypnotic language and we do some form of coaching as well. It's very similar in terms of we have goals, we notice what's working, what's not working, what are the steps in between, and it lies somewhere in between the two. So often there is this misconception that NLP is just coaching, and it's not. There are many techniques that we use that work with the unconscious mind, and we use some hypnotic language so we study Milton model, obviously, depending on the type of NLP that you learn. And this is something that is not necessarily learned in just pure coaching. So that's something that differentiates NLP from coaching. And this is what I feel makes it even more powerful because we are really learning about how the unconscious mind works and what can help send positive messages to the unconscious mind for change because after all that's where most of the change and the behavior and all of that happens within the unconscious mind it's not within the conscious it's within the unconscious so within NLP there's a, a full spectrum there are many different types it can be used very much in business and sales and it's this is very common in that area. NLP is used a lot. Sometimes it's even used in politics. I will catch politicians using NLP phrases and they've certainly done their homework. And that possibly is where the, the perspective of NLP is manipulative might come from. So it can be used in that way. It can be used in the way of helping businesses advertisers to really understand the audience and their clients and to put the message across in a much clearer and more effective way. NLP can also be used in form of breakthrough coaching, peak performance coaching, like really helping individuals to reach the very peak of what they're capable of and break through any limitations. So it's used a lot with athletes and professional sports people and in the Olympics, tennis players, like all of that, football players, a lot of them use NLP as well in terms of the mindset. Gymnasts is also helping them to really visualize what they want and to achieve that. So NLP is very common in the sports world. And then you have the holistic use of NLP and where the focus is very much on healing the inner child and working with the inner child and really helping the individual to overcome any challenges, any challenging emotions that might be arising from the past, 
work through any self-sabotaging patterns or behaviors and really just helping the individual to live the best life that they can and to fall back in love with themselves and life. And this is how I use NLP. And my focus is very much on using it with heart, really helping the client to fall back in love with the authentic self, whoever they are within, deep within. It's not about creating this new persona, even though it can feel like it sometimes. It's about helping them to really remember who they truly are deep, deep within. So at the time of recording this, I'm not holding NLP practitioner trainings anymore. I was, though my focus is now on creating change and really blending creative arts with dance and NLP all together for this wonderful embodied experience, because I feel that including the body is so important with this. And when we blend the two together, we can create really powerful results. Though when I was holding practitioner trainings, I was really focusing as much as I possibly could on using it with heart. And I would teach people how to set goals, but I would also remind them that they already have so much of what they want already. I would teach people techniques on how to let go of challenging emotions. And also, at first, I will help them to find the gifts within the emotions not to use techniques to bypass or rush through that feeling. When working with clients, I hold the focus of that person is whole, perfect. They already have everything they need and everything they want already. They just haven't seen it yet. And holding that vision and having that trust and that belief within is so important. And also having that mindset of I'm not fixing this is not about fixing, it's about holding up a mirror and helping the individual to really remember the truth of who they are. So there can be a lot of people that use NLP in that way of results-driven, goal-orientated, really focusing on getting rid of problems and getting rid of things. And if that's what works for them, then that's completely fine. That's just not my style. And the way that I work through it may be different to other people, though what I've found that by moving through this and I'm working with NLP in a very holistic, integrated, embodied way can create real long-lasting results. So let's just go into the misconceptions in a little more depth. So I talked a little bit about manipulation. So this is one common misconception that NLP is manipulative. And because it's used in sales and politics and all of that, it can come across that way. And that's the thing. It's not NLP itself. It's the individual and how they use it. So I can have a hammer, I can destroy a house with a hammer, I can construct a house with a hammer, I can build things, I can break things. It's not the hammer that's the problem. It's whoever's using the hammer and the intention that they have and how they choose to use it. So NLP in itself is just a series of tools and techniques and linguistic patterns. How the individual chooses to use it and the intention they have behind it, that's what's important. So if you're looking to work with a professional with NLP, then really 
explore and find the person that resonates for you. Like find the person that you feel expansive with, that you feel like, yes, this is inspiring. This is what I want to do and who I want to learn from. That's important. Like really listen to how your intuition and your body is communicating to you when you look for professionals and do you like what they post? Do you like how they live their life in terms of what they show online? Do you like their work and their content? Is that something that resonates for you? If it does, then great, go ahead. If it doesn't, or if something feels off, or if someone is pushing you, then perhaps that's something to take into consideration and reflect on if that's really for you. It should feel uplifting, it should feel inspiring, and it should be something that you want to do, not something that you are pushed into. And the other common misconception that I talked about before is that it's just like coaching. And as I mentioned before, it's not, (laughs) there's so much more in NLP and so many therapists, so many coaches, so many professionals have done NLP practitioner trainings because they've lacked the structure, they've lacked the techniques, they've lacked many different things on the trainings that they've done and they've wanted to do NLP trainings because they wanted that extra content. Now, this is not the case for everyone because obviously it depends on what trainings people have done previously, though I've heard and spoken to many, many professionals who have decided to do NLP trainings and have found them really, really beneficial because they felt they needed that extra content and that they needed something else to work with the unconscious mind, that that was the part that was missing for them. And they recognized that that was a really important piece of the puzzle is to work with the unconscious mind. And another misconception is that often people think that it's all about sales. NLP is all about sales. And whilst that is a huge part of it in the business world, that's not the only way that it's used. And as I mentioned before, that NLP can be used in the holistic sense in terms of really helping people to create a little more self-care and tenderness with themselves and rewrite the story for their inner child and really start learning how to love themselves a little bit more. So there's so much I could say on this, so I'll leave it there. You can find the YouTube live. I have a YouTube live on this as well that I recorded a while back on this topic and there's plenty other videos on YouTube as well about many other related topics. So if you want more information, that's there as well as all the other podcast episodes. The very essence of it all is about that curious mindset, is about that curiosity. I wonder what's behind this? Where does this come from? Like this emotion or this belief or this self-sabotage behavior, this habit, like what's behind that? Get curious about yourself, get curious about others, get curious about life. What can you learn from situations? What can you learn from experiences? What can you learn from emotions? What can you learn from habits? What can you learn from others? There's so much to explore and learn. And by using NLP and using that curious mindset and really tapping into that as the curiosity, like the very essence of that, we can uncover some wonderful gifts in that. 
So use it as a way to uncover the truth of who you are. It's not about becoming a new person. It's about remembering the truth of who you've always been, clearing away the cobwebs, letting go of any baggage from the past that perhaps is not helping you, that's not serving you anymore, and step into your fullest, brightest, most beautiful self and really learn how to embrace yourself with that love and that acceptance. And of course, this is not to say that we need to get it perfect and do this all the time, every single moment. Of course, we're all human and there may be times that perhaps things are easier or more challenging. Every day is a new day with different experiences. Though overall, NLP can be this wonderful practice to really get curious about how we communicate to ourselves, how we communicate to others, and really learn about ourselves and learn about others and create change if we choose. So if you'd like to explore more, you can get in touch for one-on-one sessions. Just send me an email to info at emmabradford.net. You can find out more information on my website as well, www.emmabradford.net. There's plenty more information about one-on-one sessions and you can have just pure NLP for the sessions or you can have the options that blend it in with creative arts and also some embodiment practices as well. So there are many different options that find what works for you if you'd like some extra support in rewriting the story with negative self-talk and finding some useful tools and techniques to navigate emotions Let go of anxiety, overwhelm, and really embrace yourself with even more love. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sharing these episodes. Every single share is so, so valuable and so received with so much gratitude. Like, thank you so much. It really makes a difference. In moving forward and continuing, then you can find the PayPal link in the description of this podcast. Every share and every donation, no matter how big or small, or no matter how many shares, it really makes such a huge difference because with all the algorithms and the many, 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 many podcasts out there, it really, really helps to spread the message and get the word out. And help people who are looking for this to find this. So thank you so much for keeping this going, supporting this podcast, for being here, for being you, and for joining me for today's episode. Until next time, sending much love. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, beautiful. You're amazing. All resources and links can be found on my website, www.emmabradford.net. Link is in the show description. Do come and join my community and share your takeaways from this episode. I'd really love to hear. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Until next time, I wonder, what magic will you experience in life today?